Are we live yet? Yeah, we actually are. Oh, we, hey, what a, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Young different. Minds Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for mm. slurping up in their face. Mm. So, on this episode... Yeah. You good over there, Frank? Yeah, what's good, bro? I'm getting hydrated. On this episode, um, I tell you a little story on why we didn't podcast last weekend and why I got, or how, I got way too fucking high <laughs> and my entire Justin. world shut down. Yeah, his entire world shut down. He shut mine down with it. Dude, I'm um, so sorry. And a boy, Greg. <laughs> sorry, Greg, if you're listening. Um, but also, what are we going to? We talked about, we went into the generational, um, so the upcoming generation and its struggles for finding purpose, um, how how it's going to be a little bit more difficult to to gauge reality. Yeah, and as... we talked we talked a lot about technology and why that might be one of the greatest factors as to why kids growing up now might not find true fulfillment in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. we're yeah. No, that's that's well right? put. I think I'm going to cut you off right there. That was perfect. <laughs> um, and then also <laughs> we uh, talked about being in the moment like we always do. I had a little trip upstate, went into detail about that, built an igloo. And uh, we had another topic in there. Well, the THC. We, we kind of went lot. deep into the uh, THC. The DM I got about drinking. Fucking that. Yeah, That's that was a thing. Too. We did yeah. talk about that. Yeah, so we kind of basically sum up something that we were talking about in another podcast. and we Because yeah. ca- Frank into and different... I get a lot of questions on this. So we explain yeah. that question, explain the answer. And, uh, and then we basically continued to talk shit from there. Fuck, yeah. So, uh, guys, we are going to let you listen. So we're going to open up the floodgates to a great podcast. And... Here it comes. I hear it. <laughs> yeah, they are. I got enjoy. <laughs> Wait, what is this feeling in my brain? It feels, it feels like it's growing. That, my friend, is knowledge. Because you're listening to Young Minds Podcast. It okay, feels we're going. really weird to be in front of this microphone right now. Because it's been so long? Dude, I've, I've been chopping wood. Because I've, I've been fucked s- up? Yeah, I mean... Look. We could leave that in the past, or we could bring it to the future, dude. Well, now we that have you've to bring it up. up a can of worms, gotta, yeah, no, we have to right. bring it up. Fine. I Let's definitely have to apologize to <clears throat> me, motherfucker, you, and, and Greg, the listeners, and Greg. Yeah, <laughs> Greg, which I've never met, but he'll be on uh, soon, whenever mm. that is. But Ooh, uh, that was really hot. That's a little hot, dude. Damn, but, uh, roast. Yeah, so let them know. Let them know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we were supposed to record <clears throat> Thursday. Thursday. Last Thursday, because we record every Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> And then Saturday or Saturday Sunday. Or Sunday. Whatever. So last Tuesday, we didn't record because we had fucking technical difficulties that were so annoying. And we were working on it for what? Like four hours? At least. Dude, we were, went for to... four hours. We were just like trying to figure something out that wouldn't work. So we were just like, fuck it. We're not recording today. Because we were just in a mood. But you know what? What? Listen to that. The sound it sounds right now? amazing. Actually, yeah, it was no, they it. can't hear what we... Maybe, so maybe we get a feed. So better. really quick, guys who are listening, in a podcast, you speak into microphones and then you hear yourself. You actually hear yourself, but it's live. So you hear yourself electronically live. It's not like, oh, the voice I normally hear when I speak. You know, it's a different sound. It's actually what Justin's hearing fed back into my head and then what he says fed back into his. Holy so shit. when there's a little delay, it's hard to keep track of your thoughts. And even if it's like microseconds, you could... It just kind of stumbles you a little bit, mm-hmm. and we had to fix that because the feedback, the the, the audio feedback, feedback loop, yeah, exactly. was just off by a little bit. Our frequencies were off between the H6 Zoom and the GarageBand, so now I don't use GarageBand. I use, well, we use Adobe Audition now, and then we, we fixed it all up with the help of Mike from Outlift Athletics. So now yeah. we sound perfect, now everything's good, so Tuesday was worth it, even though we didn't record, we learned some stuff, 
figured it all out. So then Thursday rolls around, and we're supposed to interview with this guy, Greg. Greg, yep, yeah. what was his name? Uh, Chifalo. Chifalo. Yeah, and we were going to... Uh... Should have been a cool story, right? Should have been. It will so, be. Yeah, eventually. So Thursday comes around. It's story time. Thursday morning. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm at Atlift working out. Mike and I are talking, and I forgot how the conversation gets there, but he's like, yo, I have these edibles. Did it have anything to do with my post? So I post? posted the night before, oh, ironically. No, no, we didn't even it was like when it. the edible hits, and then it was at Outlift. So I was like, hmm, these guys probably... No, something. it had nothing to do with that. Oh, well, I would have. So we're just, just bullshitting back and forth, and he's like, oh, I'm about to take an edible. He's like, you should try one. And right away, I'm just like, no. Because I know, I know how THC, like mixes with me it's no good zero like pure paranoia Uh, i can't i can't think for myself everyone's like in their heads when i talk to them questioning me you know Mm -hmm. but they're not questioning me but in my head i'm like oh my god he knows that's the reality yeah you're 100 sure dude horrible i have a horrible experience with thc and mike knows that and so we were talking about it and he you know i I believe everything mike says because he's just a genuine guy And, and so he's like no, listen, like for me, this edible is completely different than everything else I've ate. Um, the high I get is energy. He's like, I get energy. I, w- I could talk to people. He's, he's, he's like, it's completely different. It's, it's pure. It's bro. He sold me on it. Yeah. He fucking sold me on bro, it. Car sale. Use car salesman. Heavy. On yeah, that. but he wasn't on that. But you know what? He wasn't trying to trick me. Everything he said was truthful for him. Like he was. His experience with this edible and other edibles is different. So he was explaining to me how it's different to him. And I should have known better. Like, I should have known his tolerance to weed because he smokes it every night before bed, like, is a lot different than mine, who I haven't smoked in, like, five, six, seven years. Yeah. You know? But fucking all my my intelligence went out the door. And I was like, yeah, yeah, give me that. Like, I'll try it. Like, because you know what? I want, I want to like THC. Yeah. I want to be able to do what you do and, you know, at night when you're tired and you want to relax a little bit, take a little hit and just sit there and be able to relax. Yeah. I want to be able to do that. It calms down those demons, bro. Like, I bet it does, it, but not demons, for me. Yeah. For me, it fucking raises them from the dead and they come out of everywhere. <laughs> well, you got to- Demons you gotta, shooting out my asshole. So, <laughs> so the problem- Fucking <laughs> like Let's go, Bro, Let's I had go. such a bad day. It was uh, so bad. So anyway, I take this edible <laughs> and- I walk into the gym. I didn't start my workout yet, so I'm working out. And, you know, they take, what, like 25, 30 minutes? No, it takes like an hour, dude. It was like, okay. Wh- 45 minutes, you're like, mm, my eyes. Okay. Hmm, well, someone's so holding on. Whatever. 40 minutes go by, I'm mid-workout, and I start feeling it. And it's it's small at first, so I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I used to smoke a lot in high school. This is, I know the feeling. Like, okay, I'm high, okay, we're chilling, working out. And then it was just like, <laughs> ooh. I was like, what am I doing in this gym? Why... Why am I just sitting in this room? There's no windows, and I'm just sitting here and like, listen to this music. It was like uh, his head banging music he was playing. I'm like, oh, I yeah. fucking hate this shit. Like, what am I doing in this place? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> so I was like, okay, workout done. I sit in the sauna, bro. I go in the sauna and I'm sitting in there oh, by man. myself in this enclosed room, and I must have sat down for ten seconds. And I got up and I'm like, nope, this is not happening. <laughs> I was like, nope. Literally, y'all, I was full. I got fully undressed. Uh, you're fully not undressed, alone in there, dude. You're not sat alone. Sat in there, and I just like look around, and I was like, nope, not happening. Get up, get dressed, and I'm just like, all right, time to go home. So I, I'm then I talked to Mike for like, I talked to Mike for like ten minutes, and I'm like, yo, I am so fucking because at this point he, it hits him too, but he's good, like he just he's able to be that high, yeah, and talk to people like, 
make sales, create a website, whatever the fuck he's doing. He's able to do it all while he's high and he's good at it. Mm -hmm. And I was just done. So I talked to him and, you know, while talking to him, we're laughing because I'm like, dude, I'm high as fuck. And he's like, he's cracking up. It's funny, whatever. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home. I have CBD at home. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that, well, not heard, but it it happens that when you take CBD, it offsets the effects of THC. So like perfect. I'm gonna fucking down this bottle of. CBD. I'm gonna take a serving of CBD and I'm gonna be okay. And and you know the podcast was in like five hours. So I was like, okay, I got time. You it's know, peak edible drag, bro. <laughs> five hours later is peak edible drag. Five. Yo, I get this text. So, no, so hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah. I just want to explain. <laughs> fine, fine. So then I so then I'm like, all right. I grab all my stuff. I get in my car and I sit in my car and then I'm like, oh my god, I have to drive right now. Dude, that drive home was fucking crazy. Hazards on the sidewalk. <laughs> I didn't go into the left lane of the. <laughs> I didn't go into the left lane of the the highway. I stayed in the right. I went as oh. I went like the speed limit, like sixty, which was fine because I was in the right lane. So I blended in with those people. Yeah. But dude, the whole time I'm thinking like, holy shit, this is so fast. If I crash at this speed, like that's not even. I couldn't. I couldn't. Ugh. The scenarios I was creating in my head was just were fucking yeah. stupid. Stupid. Were you bro. getting physical? Like, were you getting like dizzy, or was it no. all just like anxiety? It was just all anxiety. Pure anxiety. Okay. Pure anxiety. Yeah. So that's that's edible world. Um, so <laughs> I so I'm on the receiving end here. I wake up on a Thursday and I go to work. Right. So like for me to hear about an edible at you know what was it twelve? It was around. I got yeah. the text at like. Well, the only reason I took it is because we you texted me at like ten thirty almost. 11. No, it was morning. I go to the gym yeah. early. So I get a text at ten thirty. I'm working and I'm like, all I see is, uh, you know, I had a Mike convinced you know, me. Mike convinced we'll me to have, an ad- to have an Adderall. To have an Adderall. Yeah. So pull it up. Adderall. You have it right in front of you. Yeah. So Mike convinced me. Can to, I just uh, tell you? You know how long it took me to text you. Text was, me back. I, I was know it's sitting at my desk and just like. <laughs> I called Caitlin and I, I, you know how long it took me to call her? Cause I didn't even want to talk to her. Yeah. I didn't want to text you. I didn't want to text her. I was, I just wanted to sit in my room and fucking just no, close I the, have to, close I have like to wall read, it off. I have to, I have to tell everybody <laughs> what this was. So I got a text. He goes, yo, what time today? I go four thirty four. if you want to be traffic. He goes, okay. Uh, we got Greg today. I go, yeah. He goes, that was, I wasn't Mike high at that point. I know, but this is the series of events. I was like, yeah, okay. now so we have Greg coming on later. Uh, Mike talked me into taking an edible, LMAO. We'll we'll see how I feel in 40 minutes. I go, so I wasn't Jesus. High, I wasn't high there either. I go, Jesus, how many milligrams? You send me this thing. It says 25 milligrams. Uh, and I go, dude, tonight may suck. <laughs> and he goes, why? He said he gives it gives a lot of energy, and I'm going to take Kratom before. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kratom. I was like, because if you felt weird from that one hit. So Justin one time took a hit of my vape. And it's this is a, a volcano vape a for ago, anybody. Right? Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, this isn't like oils and like dabs. This is not that. This is like the easiest way to to inhale weed. It's uh, very the light safest, stim. lightest. Yeah, yeah. super light because it's all is is it's vaporized, like almost like cooking in an oven. It's like taking buds and cooking them in the oven, and then like whatever heat comes off of them is actually infused with THC. So it's not even smoke, right? You took one hit of that, and you were like. Dude, yeah, like, I don't, oh, God, I don't like this. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel weird, dude. I feel weird. And I was like, if you feel weird from that, you're going to be screwed off a 25-milligram edible. I was like, hey, I hope, I hope, I hope I'm wrong. And you're like, no, Mike was explaining how it's different. This, this brand's super energetic. I go, but I know how I am with edibles, and it's not as much of an upper as, I was like, it's not an upper by any means. 
And he goes, that's the only reason I tried it. I go, hey, believe me. Uh, I was like, believe it and embrace it. I go, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, he's like, well, I have CBD at home if it goes south. I go, well, here's my address <laughs> just yeah, in case. Yeah, oh my God, you sent me your address. <laughs> I was fucking cracking up. Uh, it's like, imagine I actually need your address. Like, I forget where you live. Yeah, and then I then I text you at 4.30. Uh, I text you at 2.30 and I go, so, uh, I was like, actually 4.30 come over because like 4 o'clock was a little ambitious. And you go, is Greg coming today? <laughs> I was like, you already asked Wait. me this, bro. And then I go. I asked twice? Yeah. You go, that guy Wait, Greg is. I remember is... <laughs> asking, and I scrolled up in the conversation. I didn't see that I asked. You did. I oh, just read fuck it. Me. <laughs> and you're like, the guy Greg coming today? I go, once, once again, again, yes. yes. Yeah. And dude, I hate to do this, but I'm honestly way too high to hold any sort of conversation right now. It's not even funny. I completely fucked up today, and I'm pissed. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I was like, no, so didn't upset, expect man. anything less, and then we just moved so on. Upset. And bro, you were like, you're like, you mad? <laughs> what? What? what I was like, I feel like shit, man. I'm, uh, and I'm on top of it, high as a kite. Didn't make any sense, bro. I was what just do like, you mean? this guy. I'm said pissed guy. off, and on top of it, I'm like super fucking high. Uh, so it's like two. Got it. Like and I got top slammed twice. All right, because you texted it differently. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, instead of boring you guys on that. <laughs> no, you that's not, came. dude. It's not boring. So at all. now no, it's just no. You know what it is horrible. now? It's it's done. Like I get it. I just can't. I don't mix well with THC. That's yeah, it. no. It just doesn't. I want to say something on here live. Like I personally think that I've hit such a tolerance with THC to the point where I'd rather not have it. I want CBD though. CBD has incredible benefits, and I know it does. That's dude. that's what I like. But it's so much cheaper. You, you're listening, government. Much cheaper. Much cheaper. <laughs> it's much cheaper to buy weed illegally than to buy legal CBD. Because well, of cause, much well, cheaper, and you I know. Want it like I get that. it. I get it. Yes, it is. But I want it regulated. So when so you that... buy CBD, you're not being fucked by a product that doesn't have CBD. So there's I'm regulations, the certifications. I'm on it. Yeah. Yes, but it's so much cheaper to buy bud, like so much. Because if you're using it every single night as like a you know, an exogenous CBD. Like, we make CBD in our bodies, but, like, you want more of it because we put so much unnecessary stress on it. Like, you want to put that in. But I don't need THC. THC has its own benefits, and they're researching that it does, but, like, eh, I don't need to get high, though. Just give me the, the CBD aspect. Yeah. Right? And, like, I want that. It calms the body down. It calms anxiety. I have anxiety that drives me to do things. Like, my anxiety that drives me to not want to sit on the couch and be lazy. I have anxiety if I sit on the couch. It's that sure. you call it to a certain extent. It's it's a fuel. It's a fuel source, mm-hmm. right? But at night, when you want to go to bed, you feel like you still have this fire burning. You're like, all right, we gotta just kind of put water on this fire for a little bit. Yeah. So that's when, kinda, you, that's when that's when you smoke. I, yeah, medicinally, THC, that's yeah. how I use it. But I don't want to use THC because I don't need to. CBD mm-hmm. would put that fire out. It would keep that to a nice simmer. Nothing crazy. So when we had um, Jay Jay on here, yeah, I don't know why that just went out of my head. When we had Jay on here and then we went and I bought the CBD, mm-hmm. I've been using it every single night before I go to bed and then I wake up and dude, I notice a huge difference, a huge difference in how I feel in the morning when I take it compared to when I don't. And when I don't take it, I wake up kind of like tired and achy and, and sore and because, cause, you know, the night before working as a server, I'm on my feet for like six, seven hours straight and mm-hmm. And uh, just, you know, constant going, going, going. And then I go to bed, I wake up, and I still feel the soreness. But nights I take CBD, which now I do every single night, but I wake up, like, fueled. Yeah. Energized. Because of the cannabinoids. Yeah, 100%. I'm going there after you leave. I'm going to Jay. Because this weekend was, like, my last hurrah. I mean, we, we smoked all day. 
Just like, but like, we weren't like baked out. We were just like this. You're doing so much throughout the day that it's like fun. It's just mm-hmm. like a cool thing to do. But I know my tolerance is high, and I'm like, you know what? Honestly, there's no need for it. It's just it was more economical, honestly, and it was fun. It was like this ritual. Then I got like Jen, you know, every once in a while. But then that started getting old, and like it's yeah. it's becomes routine. So yes, yeah, so like, like for right, me, boring. Like let's so move on with this. I just have to apologize for Thursday and not having a podcast because I know there's it's a lot of people good. who like DM us and. Yeah, I've, we've literally got DMs like it's, uh, it's Tuesday night, ready for a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, shit, That's why I was like, we av- you advertise it like immediately. I was like, oh damn it, no, we shouldn't. Like, advertise this sucks. No, when you advertised it on Thursday that we were doing a podcast, I mean, like we never got it. Did I? So I felt bad. It was on yours, not on mine, so I didn't get any. Oh, I fucked up. Nobody said anything. But I don't even remember. Not on Thursday. Sorry, Tuesday when we were here. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. No, because I was gonna say. I don't... Um, but yeah. Anyway, and, dude, the rest of Thursday, I just sat in my room and I was like. I had to explain to my parents. I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not working tonight. We're not podcasting. Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah. I'm just, just let me sit in my room and just." I binge watched uh, Jack Ryan. I don't know what that is. It's a series on Amazon Prime. How CIA. hard was it for you to find that? No, because I like knew sitting it down and just. Oh, okay. No, I knew people talking how good it is. Because like, I've had some really bad edible experiences in my life, where like, <laughs> I, I was with my ex girlfriend. We made, uh, we made a double X. <laughs> oh <laughs> like shit! Two X's in that. Um, so we had, it was, cause I was really inexperienced with making edibles. So I made them with just a bunch of bud and just had no serving sizes, nothing. I was like, all right, let's just do this. Let's oh, figure fuck. it out. It was all in one corner and one brownie. Oh my God. So we got, we ate, we made them, we ate them and we were, we got so high that we were laying in bed and we're like, all right, hold on. I think I definitely feel it right now. Like, do you feel it? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel it. It was like kind of a rainy day. And at some point, like it, it accelerated so fast. We couldn't even realize. We didn't even realize. We're like, I, I don't really feel good. Yeah, you don't feel good. I don't feel good. She's like, can, I? This sounds really weird. She's like, I just, I hope you don't get offended, but like, I hope you can drive. But I, I really would just want to be alone right now. Like, I, I just want to be alone. I was, was like, honestly, bad? I want to be alone too. <laughs> I was like, I oh want to leave. God. Like, I, we both wanted to leave each other. Like, this is too Were you much. Able to? So then I drove home before I could get like really high because I knew she was close enough. So I was like, all right, get, mm. get out of here before it, it becomes this like five hour ordeal. And I got home, it was perfectly fine. But like when I got home, I was like, okay, just get up into your room and just lay. And I just laid in bed and just slept. Like I couldn't turn on my TV. I was like intimidated by doing things. I was oh, intimidated wow. by You were tests. on a different level there. Bro, it was like shut down the doors. Like this isn't fun. So, uh, and then I felt it into the next day. And this was at like 2.30 in the afternoon. You know, the next day I felt it. Um, regardless, need to take a little break off of THC. Both you and I. <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, okay. Take a nice sure break. Sure thing. I'll take a break. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, speaking of upstate, just went upstate yesterday. Well, it's Friday night into yesterday. Yeah, bro, I had no clue you went upstate. And, yes. And I text you, I get no answer. A couple hours go by, I text you again, no answer. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Is he that pissed that I was too high Thursday? Like, <laughs> this kid who smokes all the time, is that pissed at That's me it. for smoking once? And you didn't answer all day, all night, and I, like, I even sent you something motivational. Because mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> What is this Maybe. shit? Bro, you sent me some weird shit. Yo, I was winners, like, I would get more pissed. Quitters <laughs> don't win, yeah, and winners just in, don't quit. <laughs> just in case you need some motivation today, quitters never win, and winners never quit. <laughs> I was like, well, who the fuck are you? But you I need to get I those text texts. You, text you again, text you yeah. again. At night, text you again, and nothing. So I'm like, wow, this kid's pissed at me for fucking up Thursday's podcast. But you didn't see me like not on Instagram at all. You weren't on anything. Yeah, so I'm saying. So like, 
I was just gone. I don't know. You didn't know I was going upstairs. That was weird. No, I had uh, no clue you were going upstairs. So I could have sworn I said it. No, nah, um, gone. Whatever. So <laughs> I'm just like, all right. I'm like, there goes Young Minds podcast. Like, so wrap I get, it up. Yeah. So I get a text. <laughs> so I get a te- all these texts back. Everybody's just like, hey, where the hell did you go? Where the hell did you go? And I just like fell off the map for a day. And it was really, really cool, man. Because like when you go, like what we did that time, when we went hiking, we just kind of dropped everything and we said, we're going to purposely, with intention, we're going to put ourselves outside of our technological, you know, lives and all this shit that surrounds us and just go out in nature and just kind of lose yourself. This time it wasn't so much, we didn't get away from like technology. I mean, we got away from having, you know, cell phones and cell service, but that's just for the social communication. Like we actually use technology. Like we had a TV, they played Wii and stuff like they had that at night. But um, it was just Wait, like when you just uh, you didn't explain when you went up, you lost all service. Lost like, immediately. Also, yeah. So on Friday night, I went up. Usually I do like a like three miles or four miles before his house. I'll, you know, do my last minute text. I already hit no service. Like I hit that point already and yeah. I couldn't send any like, oh, got here. I arrived or like I'll be five minutes, like all the last minute text before I lose it. And then I ended up losing it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Free for all. Like, just go do what you got to do. And just being there, he has this, like a house. It's just a very small little trailer size house on a plot of three acres of land, a lot of grass, a lot of open grass, and then woods. Um, and it snowed up there about six inches to eight inches. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was packable snow, like really, really packable. So all day we were, we, we show up, we bought, we brought food, we for Friday night, and then just hung out, cooked food over a fire, and just kind of. Uh, melted all the f- the snow away from the fire pit so we could have that as a function and then left all the snow everywhere else then we started building an igloo dude i never it, built an igloo you've never no like bro, a, like a I am, top like all the way to the top dome igloo dude i am a fucking professional at igloos yeah i build them every single year it's every year so i once had fun. a two bedroom igloo with a hallway connecting two bedrooms so how, you created blocks no like, so what we do is my friend's house is at a dead end and every time a plow comes by basically there's a mm. massive mound at the end so we use that mound pack it down and then carve it out got it we okay. create our canvas from the inside out so one year literally two bedroom i say bedroom mm-hmm. two rooms and then a, a crawl through tunnel connecting the two of them that's fucking sick. Dude, sick so ours, ours, yeah. ours we went the other way we brought the snow to the igloo Okay, so a did lot you, more labor. You I just wanted like, to move. You bricked it, so so at the bottom we bricked it, and then towards the top we were like, "This is getting really annoying." And we were <laughs> we were just like, because they wanted to drink their beers and like tend to the fire and like do stuff. And me, I was like, I just wanted to work. Like I love when I go up there, I'm just like, let's chop wood, let's go excavate snow, let's rake leaves if we can. Like I just wanted to put my mind to a task, and I just wanted to open up my, you know, just creativity. Just, Create for the igloo. Yeah, I wanted to open no, up my creativity, but like in a different way. And I was like, "How can I do this? We're not gonna play like card games and do all these weird shit. Like, yeah. I just want to Jenga physically do something because I don't do anything besides physically work out or stretch or mobilize. Like, I don't do anything else. And I was like, "This is something I need to do." So started building the base. <laughs> You're high as fuck, right? You're like looking at your friends, like, guys, you don't understand. I don't need to <laughs> well, it was just motivated. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you sleeping it's in cr- it, Frank? It's crazy because like you really don't act high when you're in that space. No, because when you you're work, not, you don't. Not, and I remember that. Bro, I remember that. Flow state times ten. Like I was just in it. You there think was, you think about the igloo and there's nothing else that you think about. That's it. It's I remember it. that. My whole world was immersed in this igloo. 
and we I was making the shape and I was making sure that we tapered it up as we went so it almost like it domed at the top and it was perfect up until like the last three quarters and we we're like dude it's 2 30 in the morning like if we want a full day tomorrow we're gonna have to you know we're gonna have to quit this and like go to sleep at some Did point take pictures at least? so uh my friend took pictures my phone was just in my bag at pointless like it's just yeah. in my bag out and i just didn't even I take pictures. See the pictures my friend my friend has a picture it. of the dome yeah it's same. a perfect dome and it had a front like a Damn, like San, you know Sandy from SpongeBob, her yeah, yeah. her how her like dome. Bro, it was typical, that, but snow. That's a typical igloo. Yeah. Like the entrance is a little exactly, yes, semi tunnel. Exactly, except the semi tunnel was just open completely. It didn't have a tunnel because we wanted to see the fire. Oh, you're saying you didn't have a door? You don't open up the door? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, this is how inexperienced I am with these. (laughs) So just focusing on that and like building it, completing it, feeling really good about it. So we woke up the next morning, finished it up. Like I woke up early. I was like, I gotta finish this thing. Uh, Oh, did you? Yeah, so I finished it myself. It was like they were just chilling out, enjoying themselves. Like we made breakfast, constantly making food, constantly tending to a fire, constantly chopping wood, grabbed my bow. I was shooting like. 30 yard shots just in the free open air no like regulation like when i go shoot my bow i go to a uh i go to a range and the range you have to coordinate with everybody all right all clear everybody good retrieve your arrows and we walk out to the field and we retrieve arrows bring them back and then we get set and wait for everybody this was just like we're having a conversation shooting the shit and i'm literally shooting shit and like we were setting up cones on little snowmen and like putting the cones on top of the head of the snowman and shooting the cone off like from 30 yards it was just cool it was like such a open-minded experience like i'm gonna do that oh well that looks fun let's go do that you could just shift gears you don't have to tell anyone what you're doing it's just such a different experience my my dad has the same thing upstate it's a well it used to be a little trailer but now we put a double wide home up there Mm -hmm. uh on a plot of 10 acres and same thing, like where the house is, it's, it's enough grass, and mm-hmm. then everything else is woods. But same shit. When we go there, it's just like, I have no. My dad has cell service, and my stepmom, but for some reason, I have no service. And you're on the same plan? No, different plan. Oh, I have my own plan. So but, my friends who had Verizon had service up there. Yeah. But like so little. So anyway, so since I have no service, it's the same shit. You go throughout your day, like, hmm, what next? Hmm, what next, bro? I I, I make spears. And I spear throw and like oh, target. I love spears. Yeah, if we didn't have bows, I probably would have done that. Dude, we spe- spearing is my favorite thing. Where you fletch? Is that fletch? No, fletching's for no. Hour. It's fiddling. Fiddling? You fiddle this? Seriously? Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Never heard of that. Yeah, you fiddle, right? That's when you you sharpen it like it's a pencil. Like you basically yeah, take a I stick. Think it's called fiddling wood. If you take a stick that's normally really really straight and you just shave it down like it's a pencil, like the tip, and then you make that the spear. And you have to make sure that you get it just enough to where it's not weak. Right? Dude, it's fletching, maybe. Fletching, I think, is when you make arrows. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I'll look it up later. <clears throat> no, fletching is definitely the, the arrows when you but make anyways, like, the feathers. I arrows. love spear throwing. And I always make my own spears from like a piece of wood I'll find mm-hmm. where it's like semi good. But I've always wondered what a professional spear is like. Cause, cause you know they're calibrated perfectly to where the handle is, mm-hmm. how much weight, the aerodynamics of the spear. So I've always thought like, dude, so I want to fucking buy one a spear. One big problem, like like that. a three hundred Spartan. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Like but their spears straight... are probably perfect. So like I I watched a show. The people in the Amazon do it. Uh, Steve Rinella's Meat Eater. It's on uh Netflix. Okay. And he goes down and he's hunting with the the these indigenous tribes that live in the Amazon, and they had they were making spears. And they basically take this this uh, this this tree. It's called a spear tree, like they call it spear spear tree because it's perfect. Yeah. And like 
although it's perfect, it's perfect in its overall general structure. So they grow like bamboo would, mm-hmm. but not as perfectly straight. But it's kind of straight, but a little, you know, off. All they have to do, because there's no imperfections in the bark itself. So the bark is smooth. So it doesn't have to be finished, but it's not perfectly straight. So if you were to hold it from one end and, like, the long end goes out the other way, like a telescope, you could see the imperfections. So what they do is they heat it up, and then as they heat it up, they, like, bend it so that it's perfectly straight. And they create tension, and they they forge it, basically. Yeah, well, in New York State, there's none of that. No, but it's so cool (laughs) because their spears are good because they're calibrating them to what they're used to mm-hmm. right so they're they're making it so that it fits the spec that they're used to yeah right so they're they make sure it's the same length and then they'll cut the tips and like split the top and wedge this like the string material yeah in no there that i do like all that slate i i cut the slate because we have a lot of slate upstate yeah and i i shove it in there and i wrap it around with the string and i put notches so the string holds in the stick mm-hmm. and i do all that bro and i fucking yeah. have so i have a blast it's so cool. it's a blast up there it really it's is that primitive instinct but that's then like, i want to suffer for when you stay i want to suffer when you, you know stay I mean. there for a while like after four or five days you're just like okay if you're if using the word again calibrated for this type of society where like, yeah, no, no, you I'm wake talking, up in I'm the morning personally and you got a phone and, yeah it's personally hard. because i'm so goal oriented yeah it's like what goal you know? is this yeah <laughs> so i'm just like okay yeah no, it gets, i'm not living off the land so four days is a lot that's ambitious you that's, know? well that's what i'm saying sometimes that's, when you yeah. go up for like a four-day weekend a, a week you go up for seven days yeah after a while, you're like, all right. Yeah, no. If it's not like a trip with a destination, if there's no like, like you said, you're goal oriented. I feel like someone like you would have. That's a big ass spider up there. Um, <laughs> you, what's up? You would have a, uh, you'd have a good time. Like if you were doing hikes and like conquering peaks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, that's the next destination. That's a goal. That we yeah. have a goal, and then we'll get up there, and then let's see how fast we can do it. Let's see how intense we can make it. And, uh, you know, those are the weekends I like. This was just one day of just like go there and just look at other shit for a little bit. You know, don't don't look at screens. Don't worry about work. Don't worry about this one. Don't worry about that one. Just like it's you now. It's you and your friends. But like, there was a lot of alone time while being with my friends. We all just kind of went autonomous, did our own thing. I was shooting my bow, and then my friend joined after a little while. But like, you're so honed into your yourself. And what were you saying? Well, I actually wanted to tell you. I'm just completely switching gear. No, Is that go, spider gun. Go. I'm just I'm. Keeping an eye on him. Is it still there? I don't know. He's out, though. I don't see it anymore. Uh, I see him. He's on the ceiling. Okay. Go, go for it. <laughs> uh, completely switching direction, but because we haven't talked in a while. Not do it. It's on me. I Kratom saved my life the other day. Got me out of a ticket. Police ticket. I got pulled over. Whoa. And Kratom got me out. Is that what you were going to tell me when we were playing Pong? Uh, no. There's so many things to hmm. catch up on, but this, is, okay. this just popped into my head. Go. Go. Let it uh, Dude, I got out of a ticket from a cop who pulled me over, and I never get out of tickets, ever. Because they just see, like, a big muscular guy with a fucking tattooed sleeve. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, think of their perspective. You see a full a full tattoo sleeve. I don't know. I feel like kid. most cops I know have a full tattoo sleeve, and they work out. Not not this guy who pulled me over. Or not oh. the other. Like, think about your, like, 50-year-old cop. I know. I'm being nice. a schmuck, dude. Okay. Yeah, you are a schmuck. So, I, I'm leaving. Well, Caitlin and I, we had left the gym. So, and I took Kratom that day. And then we stopped at Whole Foods for something. Yeah, we picked up something at Whole Foods. And when you leave the parking lot, for some reason, it's like no left turn. But it, it's like there's no... Reason. Reason, exactly. There, literally no reason. Yeah, Making a left turn... is here. No, no, there's nothing. Oh. Making a left turn, there's no obstacle. There's no like, oh, but I have to do... Probably you know. a speed limit over there. I don't even know. It's a small speed limit. It was side street. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Well, it's stupid. Anyway, every time I leave Whole Foods, I make that left turn. 
fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then I make the left turn, and as I'm mid turn, there's a cop, and I'm just like, ah, pulls up behind me, and I start laughing because I feel really good. I feel yeah. really good, and I'm in it. So I look at Caitlin, and she's yo, she's never been pulled over for ever. Never. So she was shitting her pants. I'm like, stop. Oh, I'm Caitlin. like, dude, I was cracking up. I was cracking up. I'm like, stop. We're like, we're good. Yeah. And I even said, I'm like, I'm just gonna pull over. He didn't turn his lights on yet. Like he didn't pull me oh. over. He just came up behind me. So I was like, I was like, I- I'm just gonna pull over. And I go to pull over, and then like a car got in my way, so I stopped. And then, then he put his lights on. So then I I pull into the parking lot, and he comes over. And I have to say, it's not just me that helped that got me out of ticket. This officer had such a great attitude, such a great attitude. He pulls me over, and he laughs, and he goes, "No, he doesn't laugh first. He pulls me over. He comes in. Uh, you know, I shut my I shut my car off. I put my keys on the dash." And he comes to the window and he's like, uh, how's your day so far? And then starts laughing. And I start cracking up because, you know, he knows like my day was great or whatever. I had a good day and like he just ruined it. Got it. So he yeah, comes yeah. over. He's like, how's your day so far? And then starts laughing. And I'm like, I, I laugh. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I can't complain at all. Great, great day so far. And I'm smiling and we're both. He's like, he had a good attitude, dude. It, it killed it right off the top. And then me being on Kratom helped it so much. And I, so I'm like, uh. He's like, would you not see me back there? And I was like, you know what? I saw you halfway and I was going to pull over as soon as I saw you. He's like, I, I saw that actually. I saw you pulling over before I put the lights on. And I was just, I was smiling the whole time. So then I took control of the conversation. I didn't let him say anything. Oh, wait, this is funny. So I pull out, he's like license registration. So I have my license right here. And then under it, I have one PBA card and mm-hmm. I've never had a PBA card in my life. And it was the first time I ever got one and used it. And it was, uh, uh, our friend. Our, yeah. Justin. Yeah. So I pull it out and in my head, I'm like, in my head, I'm laughing So, because there's his phone number on the back. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I hope he doesn't call him. <laughs> and honestly, if he went to go call oh, him, man. I would have been like, you know, officer, don't even call that. Just you can keep that PBA card, throw it out, like whatever. Yeah. And um, so I give him everything. And then I took control of the conversation because of the Kratom. I was just going. So yeah. I'm like, this is so funny. You pull me over because I, I run a, a health and fitness podcast and we were just talking about officers and how. You know, oh, and then I, I went into plug, the whole thing dude. and I'm just like, I'm going. And I was like, it, and I tell him about my friend who I was explaining on the podcast, you know, he just wants to battle crime, but he's with this officer who just wants to sit at stop signs. And I was going, going, going. And I, I didn't let him talk once, but I was engaging. I was smiling. You know, when you're, when you're like, yeah, yeah. on Kratom, you're just of into course. it. And, and for people, cause you're giving Kratom a lot of credit. Which it deserves to an extent. Of course, but that's also but me. Like I, Because yeah. it's newly found and it's exciting, right? Yeah. But not to cut your story short, short, but like that feeling that Kratom gives you is not, it's not like a power. Like if you've taken an Adderall or something like that. Like, yeah, no. There's a power. Because I'm really talkative like, without it. Yeah. But, but like I was just smile. feeling good. Yeah. I just left the gym. Whole Foods is a beautiful place. Like, so I, I just left that and I was like, yeah. this is perfect. Caitlin was next to me. You know, everything was, it was a beautiful sunny day. And I was just feeling good. So I took control of the conversation. I was going, podcasting, officers, my friend, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I made him laugh a couple times. Literally, yo, I didn't let him say a word. He looks at me, gives me back my license and everything. Bro, I've never had this before. I always get tickets. Gives me back my license and goes, uh, enjoy your day, bud. I was like, thank you. I was like, what's your name? He's like, Jeff. And I like shook his hand and... And then that's it. He left. And I roll out my window. I turn my car. I'm fucking dying laughing. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then I thought about it. I 
probably shocked him so much from the conversation because that n- probably never happens. He didn't even tell me at the end, like, all right, just don't do that again. Be careful. Like, don't, you know, listen. He didn't even yeah. tell me that. He was just like, all right, bud, enjoy your day. Yeah. And that's it. And, dude, I drove away that's and I was dope. like, I just saved myself, what, two points, $300, like two points yeah. on my license, 300 bucks, a court appearance. Dude, I was just like, I was in heaven. I was like, that's this reciprocity. Is, dude. Like a hundred percent because it's because you could get lucky, which is you being prepared and then just having that opportunity. Right. Versus you being prepared, but then not having that opportunity because he could have been a dick. Right. And then yeah, just no, no matter I what, really... like, I want to give you a ticket. So like when you're done talking, I'll, I'll give you a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Like that type but of no, person. He really had a good attitude. That's, that's First awesome. thing he came over, he's like, how's your day so far? And just laughs at me. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, you're like, you motherfucker. My yeah. day's great. Because you see the way I literally told him, I was like, bro, my day's awesome. I can't complain at all. Just left the gym, Whole Foods, like I got my food. Yeah. And it was just, I was Do you happy. see where I just came from? You're not happy too. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I was just happy. It. And I guess I guess he saw that and I don't know. Dude, it's, it, it amazed a vibe. me. It shocked there, me. I was just like There's definitely a vibe. Hundred percent. But uh I wanted to get into what you were talking about on your DMs. Yes. That guy. From the guy. That guy. Which was kinda Should interesting. Should I read from it? Yeah, yeah. Because if I read from written, this and we talk about it, I feel like it'll lead into uh, some good conversation. Yeah, because I wanted to talk about it, but I've been because this on. does happen on the regular. This is this is very true. Because I feel like you a, and I hear a lot of this, a lot, and because of the previous podcast, it's been getting a lot of question questioning as well. People okay. asking questions like this, and I think it's really interesting to explain, and I think it's a great thing to explain because a lot of people do enjoy drinking. As a social lubricant, yeah, but that, it's gone. Like it's gone pretty does. far in his life. What in a lot of people's lives. Far? Okay, but yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about. It. Here we go. Got it. So okay. I get this DM. Um, what does it say? Yesterday at four o'clock. So this gentleman goes, "Young man, you." <laughs> so so he talks really awkwardly, but he's he's an older guy. Uh, young man, you are in great shape. Obviously, you work hard, but I want to ask: Do you drink alcohol? I'm losing my gains by drinking every weekend. Oh, he said, am I losing my gains by drinking every weekend? So I respond. I'm like, hey, thanks for the kind words. And then I go, uh, well, it all depends on how much you're drinking and how frequent. And I proceed to say a glass of wine with dinner will not affect you that much. However, getting in all caps wasted every night during the weekends will make you lose progress. And he just answered me back uh, when Frank and I were upstairs an hour ago making the neuro roast before the podcast. And he goes... For sure, getting wasted even one or two nights. So basically saying, for sure, I get wasted one or two nights per week and it doesn't help. And he goes, possibly my problem is I can't eat properly when I'm hungover, but a man wants to enjoy life too. Uh, Yeah. So So right there. So so right there. So that's that's an incriminating statement right there for what he's. Well, let me say what I what I respond. So he goes for sure. I'm getting he's like, I'm I get wasted one to two nights every week and I and it's not helping me. Maybe my problem. So now he's like veering off from the alcohol problem saying maybe my problem with losing my gains is because when I wake up from those wasted nights, I can't eat breakfast correctly. But then he goes, a man wants to enjoy life, too. So that's the part I bid on to. So I respond like this. I'm like. Of course, however, and I put in quotes, enjoy life. What does that mean to you? Because for me, I do not enjoy at all getting fucked up to that point. Mm-hmm. I enjoy and value other things in life. So that was my response to that. Yeah. So, okay. So with that, I mean, because what we talked about in the last podcast was like people drinking to escape and we negatively connotated drinking, right? 
in context, I mean, it made sense because people that drink a lot tend to be the ones who have something that they're overcompensating for emotionally. Like they want to just bring their high up. They want to bring their mood up. I mean, by getting this well, it's high. Kind of, it's kind of like get fucked up to not think about reality. Exactly. But a lot of people. And even if you don't want to admit that, it, it that's what it does. Like yes. that's the effect of alcohol. Yes. You forget all your worries. Yes, to a certain extent. Now that could be one destination for people, but it's not for everybody. It is. It is definitely not. No. For everybody. Well, it's just like I told them. But I was a like, a like glass that. of wine every night with dinner is enjoyable. No, but getting wasted anyway, once or twice a week, is not necessarily trying to escape reality. In his situation, the way that he looks, like what I see from his profile, it looks like he's just alone, right? Well, and then, he's going yeah, out, he and that. it's social lubricant. And if it wasn't a social lubricant then he wouldn't even be drinking. He's not sitting on his couch trying to escape from reality. That's true. We're sitting in a room after. with his friends trying to get shit-faced. Like, I never want... Because I could relate to this. This is why I this was so, like, close to me. Because he was... Because then, didn't he bring up something about women? Yeah, he said, after, after, after that, that, after I said, you know... Uh, so for he me... He said... You got it? But searching for a perfect woman has led me to drink too much. So yeah. exactly what you're saying... He's using the alcohol every weekend to socialize yeah. and try and meet someone, but he's getting fucked up by doing it. Exactly. So you're realizing he's realizing that he's got to kind of find has a to medium. Deviate, yeah, he has to deviate from his regular life to attract somebody. So he has to do something that he's not usually doing. So it's becoming drunk, becoming more confident, becoming this different guy so that he could attract somebody so that he could enhance his his life on the norm. He's not looking to get a find this woman and then say, okay, let's go out and drink every single night and get fucked up, and we're both going to get fucked up in this world of just escaping reality. Like, he just needs to find the girl, but he doesn't know how to do it. So his confidence is low, right? So it's it's more of like a, or maybe he's overjudgmental, whatever his issue is. But I had the same issue, and that's why I used to drink. I literally had no other reason or no other purpose to drink alcohol besides social lubricant whenever I would be around women. That was the point, like to the point mm -hmm. and it, I never wanted to get drunk with my friends maybe in the beginning when I was younger and just trying to dabble with it because being drunk felt cool course, and I never when you changed, first found yeah. alcohol and you were stealing it from your parents yeah exactly cabinets. so like by the time I was like 19 I got way over the fact that like getting drunk was fun it wasn't that it was getting drunk unlocked this guy that girls really like because I was super outgoing and just like extra outgoing not, not like a good outgoing this was like you know if I was kind of like a douchey like guy to, the man, bro. to well i mean maybe two to three out of the five girls i would talk to would like me because i was actually i was increasing my chances it's by ratio. talking to more it's girls good ratio, bro. but i mean i was yeah, <laughs> he, he just rolled his eyes <laughs> whatever but it was like such a social lubricant and it had nothing to do with my happiness i wasn't an, i wasn't sad i was so pumped going to the gym i was kicking ass i was getting bigger i was getting stronger like i was regimented i would talk about health and fitness but my one thing was this like oh man like friday and saturday i do have to get drunk to try to get uh get, to get social when, get, when that was social. happening though were you actually thinking about it like that the way you did where you're like oh man i gotta drink this weekend to like were you thinking about it in that oh, term I, I meant, no 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 yeah but you the were man would come in the morning when i was hung over but it would always mm. be like that's gonna happen tomorrow not tonight and it was in denial from that right and now over time as i've worked on myself because of the what we talked about in the previous podcast 
um, or two po- last podcast, two podcasts ago, whatever it was. I don't know. We I don't talked remember. about how alcohol is something to cope with, cope with reality and or uh, exit reality and to just mm-hmm. be on a different place or to lower your inhibition so that you could speak the truth to people or to be more yourself. You know, like to be more yourself versus to be more outgoing are different things. Like to be yourself and kind of unlock your truths and be honest with people. That's if you have to get drunk for that, that's one thing. But like for me, it wasn't just being honest. It was being just more energized and more outgoing, like physically outgoing. How many people did you go up to to talk to? How did you like if you saw somebody that you knew, did you run up to them, and say hi? Versus if you were sober, you probably would have been like, oh, if they make eye contact, you know, might we'll talk. Like, there's just that different level, and I knew that the magnetism from being drunk was so much higher. I could attract more of that energy, and I wanted that. But I wasn't sad or upset as a person, right? So you look at people like that where he's like, I want to enjoy life. It's like, you're living for that little smidget of time, right, to try to find a mate, to try to find a girl, try to find a woman. But, like, where's that woman if she's your partner, Right. She should be somewhere where you are day to day or what you love well, to that, do. Boom. Should That's be exactly what I was about them. to ask you right now. We don't realize that when you associate. OK, because I was going to ask you, do you think the girls you were talking to on the weekends when you were fucked up were the girls that like you wanted for your p- happiness for the rest of your life? Zero percent. Exactly. Didn't think it. So though. that was I thought that was what I responded them. to him. That was the grocery store for me. It was like, I'm going to go to the produce aisle. That's where you get Whoever's shopping on the outside perimeter, not the aisles. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, this is where you get the meat. This is where you, you know, like, this is where I would go to pick up the specific thing, which would be the girl. Like, I wouldn't find her in a grocery store, uh, not to use that term again, but at the gym, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen at school. It would only happen at these clubs or bars because that's where you find girls, right? Duh. Like, that was direct association. And it's, it's hard because I had lots of friends who had that same goal and they were my friends because we had that same goal. Everything else, like if we were just hanging out, we weren't drunk, we weren't out looking for girls, like we didn't jive, like it didn't work, mm. you know? And it's like, yeah. you see all these missteps that you take to get to this one level, but it's that one primitive instinct. It's like, I'm never good enough for these girls. I'm not good enough. I have to, uh, compete with other men. And how do I do that? I need to boost up my my levels and how do I do that I drink alcohol because alcohol gives me superpowers right so it's only for that one thing but it's such a deadly substance it's like a dangerous substance it's it's so dangerous to your health it's so dangerous to now his day-to-day and it's it has so much biological repercussion that is it really worth it because now you're out of shape and you're not the the guy who you thought you or who you were back then because I guess he's getting older so he can't recover or bounce back as fast right like tap back into that younger self and then attract people through what you do day to day and be that everyday awesome guy. Yeah. Maybe now, I do want to say what did you have more? No, like maybe <laughs> you're not going to be that 10 out of 10 that you are when you're drunk, like where everything's cool. Everything rolls off your back. And it's but just, is it a 10 out of 10? Cause look, he's reaching out what, to what me. He, what he considers. I mean, in he, that moment you feel 10 out of 10. Okay, like yeah, if you're wasted, moment. you feel that way. But what you, I'm saying is cause, cause, Look, I'm not just like bashing this guy or saying or no. bashing alcohol. He he reached out to me, which means that he saw an issue and he had a question and maybe I could answer it for him. Mm. So, oh, where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, I didn't want to bash <laughs> alcohol. It's like I was telling you in the kitchen before. Mm-hmm. You know, if you enjoy, truly enjoy in life and you'll say it hands down that your passion is fucking drinking alcohol on the weekends. Like you love parties. You love clubs. You love parties. You're you're involved in them. You know, whatever it may be. Good for you, bro. Enjoy it. But don't at the same time come around and then complain about, oh, I can't wake up and I can't eat 
the breakfast right and my nutrition's bad and my muscles going my you know my muscle mass is going away and like yo you can't have both yeah like chill there exactly so really find out what you enjoy in life and follow that because that will be more promising for your future you'll actually have happiness and you you know depending on what it is that you enjoy you might not have to douse yourself in alcohol yeah to feel that enjoyment no definitely and What's crazy is if it's not fit. So for me, like I'm, I'm trying to think of this now. So let's, let's turn this to a little brainstorming because this is really weird. Now that we grow up with tech, not we, but kids grow up with technology, like immediately in front of their face. So did you see the Snapchat I sent you of the kid? Because like, bro, not even oh my three, god, I was getting a haircut. Two. I was getting a haircut, and this guy came in and put his kid down by the front. She was in a, a car seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? A a scro- uh, baby, yeah, it was a car seat. That's what it's it is. A car seat? So yeah, you don't call that a car seat because you carry yeah, them you around. You pull it out. Was a, what they were in was a car this seat. Baby like, was, this baby was, I think, five, six months old. The entire time. Older. Yeah, older? About a year and a half. I'm a baby expert, bro. I'm an uncle. Mm. Yeah, I'm a fucking baby expert. I don't know. She couldn't, she couldn't walk, bro. She was holding it very well. She couldn't well. walk, though. She was holding it very well. Okay, but what, time, what age did you walk? I feel like at one you start walking, right? Well, you could still be strapped in a seat. Regardless. Dude, no, we're she, getting she caught smashed. All right. Anyways, while the her uh, one year old, while the father was um, getting a haircut, the entire time she was on his phone, and it, sometimes the phone would flip around and I'd see the front, and it was just like nothing. Like she didn't know what the fuck she was doing, yeah. but she was holding the phone like this, dude, mm-hmm. an inch away from her face, the, the entire haircut, the entire haircut. So what is that? Forty minutes. Yeah. She had this screen right against her face. So now think and about it. And I'm watching it the whole time. I'm just like, ah. So now think <laughs> about how do you develop interests? So now you start off that young, right? How Ooh, long does it take? How long this. does it take, right? Two years, like Snugs upstairs, my niece. She's 28 months maybe. not a, Something around like 28 months or 20. Yeah, whatever. So that's two and almost a half years. And she's talking and she... she Whenever she grabs a phone, it's a wrap, dude. Like, immediately from grabbing it to turning it on to swiping the home screen to getting to the app she wants to then typing. She loves to text family members. She can spot the names. I don't think she could read, but she sees, like, the emojis on my mom's phone. She'll see, like, my sister has, like, hearts and, like, a flower. And mine has, like... So she'll know? She'll know. She'll be like, I'm texting. I'm I'm texting Uncle Frankie, and then she'll just click my name because it has like Frankie, and then it says like a, there's a little emoji. If it didn't have an emoji, I don't know if she'd understand. But dude, she goes from blank screen to swipe, click the messages, goes to my name, and starts texting me war- like letters, just a bunch of shit sent, a bunch of shit sent, right? Two, not even two and a half years old, and she's so interested in that. Her attention is grabbed by this little magic glass box, the iPad or the phone or the TV. Everything with a screen is the attraction. So now if you're not physically doing anything, you now have to worry about the biological repercussions for that, right? Because at some point, just being sedentary in any respect is a problem. You need to find an outlet somehow to get your physical body moving. You don't have to be a fitness enthusiast. You don't have to be anything crazy, but you need to move your body. So that becomes the first obstacle right there. Then the second obstacle is what are you interested in? What what becomes your interest? You become interested in the uh, digital manifestation of, of what you would normally be interested in. So you like watching soccer instead of playing it, or you like watching yeah, baseball. Yeah, because for us, when it. we grew up, what we were interested in was like going out and BMXing. Yes. And then going out and BMXing, we got interested in like riding trails. 
and, or maybe I know for me, exactly we would, we keep would talking, for me, we, we would did. find a spot and like build a fucking tree house yes. where the trails are. So we, while and then sharpen our sticks. Yeah. Down. So while we're doing trails, someone could sit in the tree house and like relax and watch us trail. And, and like, that's what we were interested in. Exactly. And then as time went on, it was like different things, like but it was football, never football. for you and I was never a screen ever growing up. No, but I we did didn't have play, screens. Bro. We played video games, but those video games were when someone is online which means they had to be home too. You had to coordinate this. And Not both even. I had... played like story mode. But video games for me was like I played only Halo at nighttime. A lot. Well, yeah, yeah I never so, but it was at night because that was the time that we all kind of like meshed and hung out together. But we would hang out during the day, like, well, at school. And then after school, let out. If we were young enough, it was just like straight to the fun, right? Yeah. So you just go out and just dick around. But the point is we had all our time to find interests. Exactly. But now I see what you're saying. Now you grow up like with a screen. Physically dabbling. It's like, what is your interest? This app? You like this app? That's your interest? Yeah. Because, As you grow up? I never like, thought of that. That's giving crazy. them a little bit of credit, give them a little bit of uh, agency. Like maybe they say, oh, I like that. I And then the parent then says, oh, you lo- like I see you playing this game. I, I'll i introduce you to that sport in real life. Like then it's up to the parent to like take this kid's mm-hmm. in- interest and like be very conscious of what they're interested in, what they're looking at on the phones, and then try to tr- like transcribe that into something personal, like in real life. Bring it, yeah. translate it. No, as whatever. a parent, you have the ability to do that. Yeah, you have. But not to a lot do, that. do, bro. No, they not don't. A lot do, and I see it a lot at the restaurant. And I this is the next correlation. The so now parents are more busy than they've ever been before because economic reasons and whatever you want to call it, something's bringing parents into the job, into the workforce at a higher intensity they need more hours right so there's that gravity pulling the parent stressing them out so the parent says here's a phone here's this or daycare you have kids who for the most part are our age or younger who are watching the other kids usually younger than us and mm-hmm. they're usually girls who are in their puberty stage where they're hyper insecure and they're definitely whipping out their phone and kids see them with their phone and the way that they play with the kids since they don't know anything else is look at these uh snapchat filters huh look at you your cute little face has another cute little face on it look at this da, da, da. and this becomes the culture and this is all you got and now the new interest is how do i look how do i appear on this magic glass how does this work how do i get better at this how do i get wanted damn you thought a lot about this i guess because you have the two nieces because i've never thought about the fucking time all the time and i'm so scared to have kids because you need to make sure that you have time you need to make sure you have time and you have to have control to the extent that whenever your kid is in your presence they are you are leading by example and just being the role model why do you think why do you think uh no one has time and I'm, i'm gonna say specifically just for new york so what i'm thinking is if you go back to when we were kids, our parents had time for us. Mm-hmm. Our parents had one job and they had time. Mm-hmm. And what I'm thinking is because you didn't have to buy all these computers. You didn't have to buy the new phone every time it came out. You didn't have to buy all this shit. Like there was just a lot less to buy culturally. Yeah. No, you know, sure. you don't have right. to buy all this shit, but culturally, like, yeah, you have to buy it. Yeah, like an expensive you can't, item you can't, was a TV. Or you can't walk around with a flip phone. Yeah, no, you, no like, it's, <laughs> no, it just doesn't work. <laughs> Frag it. So, like, do you think it's because of that? Because, oh, my God, we need more money now because we're spending a lot more. So, it's like, we need more money. We need to work more. It's we need possible. to work two jobs. It's definitely possible. Because but... we didn't have anything. Dude, when we grew up, our parents, it was just like, okay, we have a car. We have a house. We have food. Yeah. That's like, it. the services, right? So, cell service. Yeah, now that's... it's like we have Netflix. Now we have to have our Hulu account. Which now are we have cheap. To have, like, are cheap they are 
relatively cheap, right? So like, but you're talking an accumulation. No, of I get an that entire but, family's life. And I'm doing the thinking live right now. Yeah. Like I really don't know no, me too. exactly me too. what the issue is financially. I mean, maybe times are just different, and the rate of inflation versus you know how much gas is and oil is just uh, no nominal no, because nominal nothing the crazy. The pay has increased alongside with like living expenses has increased. Definitely not proportionate but like enough but, but to they not both really... go up together and the things yeah. that come in are like all the extra shit you buy mm-hmm. so now i think what's happening is that we're more exposed to people who have it better than us or we call it mm. better Through social right media. because the the culture was gain more uh gain more money then gain more material and then as a result you gain more status it's like you're just climbing from ladder to ladder right and I think now with social media, you see things depicted in an extraordinary light, right? Like, so your average person has the potential to create something extraordinary. So now you're getting hit with more cases of, wow, this person's got it and you now need to get it, right? And then what that does is from a social perspective, you and your husband and wife, whatever whatever your combo is, right? You are now potentially you're you're at risk of being jealous you're at risk of feeling envious of other people's lives and then you reflect on your own self and say well i don't really like what's going on here and then now divorce rates are probably so much higher and single parenthood is probably so it is so much higher without a doubt and then now you have this like it depending on how the parent takes it because there's a lot of awesome single parents out there who kick ass for their kids and you know would take bullets for them but at the same time, it's always better to have two who are working well together. I mean, that's just that goes without question, right? Because well, so it goes back to the time thing where you have time for your kids, so, and it's not just here. Take this iPad. Yeah. So this is where I mean, this is I'm getting controversial here, and I I have to. Women, for the most part, are nurturers and they take care. They do. They just intrinsically like a woman is so much better at taking care of things than I am. I well, just want to. You can't. You ha- there has to be a connection made when you hold a baby for nine yeah. months. And the fact in that it comes stomach. out of you, like you hold a baby <laughs> right? in you for nine months. Yeah. All I did was hundred l- load, <laughs> and that's fun. Like that's like that's like the reason I live. And then after that, it's a fucking wrap. Yeah, I'm sure like pregnancy biologically, is not that fun. yeah. But uh, biologically, it's a wrap, right? Like you just you come and go, right? Versus them, well, where men it's are like, men are like disposable. You ever exactly. hear that before? People oh, say, are. like, men are disposable. That's why it's, like, you just bust, bust, and you yeah. can just keep going. And But a, a woman is, like, it's nine months. You have to hold it for yeah. nine months and, like, be careful and calm and nurturing. and Exactly. Where the food, there the oven. Like, how the fuck do you cook it? What was, you, know? uh, you can have a society that has um, one man and a bunch of women, and it will thrive? No. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's the other way around... It will fail. Yeah, one hundred percent. The men will kill each other. No, 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 not kill each other because of just how like. I mean, it wouldn't work because nine months. How, yeah, exactly. But like, men are just disposable. M- the men would kill each other. Well, that's it. <laughs> Regardless, but um, yes. So we are disposable, right? And you you think about it. I mean, there's so many factors, so it's not like one caused all this. But I mean, a lot of things all cause this one thing to happen, right? Which is children are being less are being are disconnecting from their own potential. By viewing other people's constantly, and now let's raise Bro, it up to like six-year-olds. I love year that you olds. said that because sometimes I feel like that. Even me, who's like aware of social media, I, sometimes, I live this every day. Sometimes I feel that I'm not at my full potential because I'm looking at other people at their full potential or a perception of their full potential. 
Yeah, exactly. Or the, the manifestation of what I want to be. Oh my God, look at this. It's in my face every day. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Oh man, I'm not. Yep. And I'll be looking through it while I'm in the act of like trying to work out and trying to better myself. But instead of being fully engulfed and bettering myself, I'm on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's like, how do you make it today? What is making it? What is that ultimate goal? And if you can't clearly define it, then you don't know it yet. And you can't make any hard decisions. Right. It's it's difficult today. But kids making their small decisions now to see what they like to do is almost impossible. It's almost impossible because you really don't have too many people who are doing things anymore. It's all electronic. Everything's electronic. So you're not physically doing anything. Your skill is going to be in a video game. Right. So like if you have skills, it's it's video games and uh, whatever games they have going on now. There's no VR yet. So like that's not there yet. Maybe that might change it a little bit. But. I mean, at this point... Do you think that's point, why there's not a lot of fulfillment for these kids? And a lot of them are suicidal? exactly where I'm There's going no fulfillment. This. Like, what what Be, are you... It, the fact that there it, yeah. are no avenues, right? And fitness is the only thing that's... It, since it's growing so much, fitness is... I mean, it's objectively beneficial to people. It's It works here. It works there. It works in your nutrition. It works in your physique, the way you look. It works in your strength, longevity. It, it works for all that, right? So... Yes, fitness is always an answer, but it may not be the answer for people, right? Like, it could be one element of this whole thing. But people now on Instagram, fitness has been probably the biggest thriving market because sex sells everything. So when you're looking at your phone all day, what's your most, what's your, your deepest inclination? To look at Booty something picks. sexy, right? To look at something that looks good. And, like, if you're not on Instagram, then you don't see it. But if you're on Instagram, you see it. It's, it's just that easy, right? And you could be as strong as you want, but when you feed yourself something for so long, like how did Nazi Germany come about, right? Like you could be so strong, but like, oh, they have this idea that there's a scapegoat out there and we need to kill them. And over time, they just inch by inch by inch by inch. And then at some point you have a stranglehold and you're somebody that you never thought you'd be. Now think about kids who glorify this now. They glorify the idea of being an Insta model. They glorify the idea of being some juice head fuck on Instagram who's just getting constant likes and uh and likes and follows, right? That is then fueled by desire on top of the fact that it's just constantly dripping into their 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 brain. They're constantly absorbing this and seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. And then that becomes the norm. Then if that becomes the norm, the norm is all plastic. It's all about what you appear on this glass. It's not about what you are like in person. It's not about the depth of conversation you have. And then on top of that, it's not about what you do. There's no more skilled labor. There's it's diminishing and then the people who aren't skilled labor now are more dignified than ever if they really own what they're doing like those people are fucking necessary because if if those people go away we're fucked all we know I how mean, to do if, is if use machines the shit if machines don't replace those jobs and, and that's the scary part yes so like if you look at the overall the macro moves of of society it's going to become a peer-to-peer -peer market constantly it's going to be just us all talking to each other, communicating with each other, advertising to each other. Companies are going to be paying individuals as their marketers. And there's going to be very, oh, very small... That's happened already. There's companies like who only. make it big yeah, by only using social media influencers as their market. But now, now you got to scale this. Think about what happens. Then you have an elite who become the physical elite or like sexy elite. Now, like money doesn't even matter anymore. Now it's just about being sexy. Right. And like that's scary because now it's isn't this like the Hunger Games? Depthless. You ever see the Hunger I, Games? I, I have watched it once. Oh, but you're I not, watched you're not aware? A, like, well, the, the society that ru rules the world where everyone else is poor and broken, the society that like thrives yeah. is like sexy and beautiful. And all it is is like glamour.
mm-hmm. and that's all they care about. Yeah, dude. Because, I mean, if you just take every dial of, of our situation and turn it up to 10 and you look like, oh, fitness and health, yeah, uh, that's going to turn up. If you turn up, like, uh, anything that makes you look good, right? So you, you turn up the quality of technology and pictures and editing software and all shit like that, just going to make it even harder to resist. It's going to keep tapping into our primitive desire, our primitive uh, consciousness, and we're just going to get flooded with insecurity and doubt and lack of fulfillment if we don't act to become one of the elite that for kids are for kids growing up for kids growing up there's so yeah exactly for us we still have a framework like wasn't that kid selling dime bags on, like of coke the other day like what's he doing in a well he's flexing in a ferrari i know him no no, no there's no way what's he doing they sketchy i know this guy he's not happy but like kids coming up now don't know what's really going on they just see what's going on on their phones my cousins my really young cousins don't even talk to each other they just send snaps to each other next to each other it's the craziest <laughs> shit i've seen that I've i'm seen like that. dude you don't even know the person you have no idea who they are you're, you're literally behind a filter back to back like they're facing the opposite side they're both their backs are touching and they're snapchatting each other like, That's so true what that you, you don't doing? know the person. You don't. This is all plastic. It's all becoming virtual. And I'm like, at least you and I and our generations, we're like the last. We just missed that door. The doors were closing. We squeezed right through that shit. Like, we we, we missed a giant wave of, of shit, which I feel so bad for these kids because there's just no foundation to build your interest upon. And, like, I see it day to day. My At least my nieces are a little bit more... They like having fun. They run around and like I, I feed that. Well, they have you and their they dad. You. Also I know you push them well. Lot. Yeah, and I, ch- I try to push them to eat better. And my mom is half the problem. <laughs> like my mom. Yeah, my no, sister, I see the shit. Like, what are you giving them? You don't eat this yourself. What did we do? Remember, I here? came in and I was like, "What is up with that? Is that a chicken yeah. nugget? It was yeah. like white." Oh, dude. I'm like, is that what chicken nuggets look like nowadays? Dude, it's like a snowball wrapped in like dirt. It's it's just shit. You might as well just eat that. It's disgusting. It's so bad. I'm like, how did the the meat get? into this little nugget size this little piece and why is it so squishy what's this shit that like just crumbles right off it smells like a factory yeah. like, what are we doing here um but regardless now the kids are getting fed worse food they're being sedentary they're looking at other people who are who quote unquote have it better than them or are idealistic and their attention spans are shortening they're shortening which means that they're taking in less information which means that they're doing less critical thinking yeah, this, this is a fucking. It's a shit this show. Is a it's shit a, honestly, show. A this is the perfect storm for. And it's just very, getting worse and worse yeah. as the years go on. And this is exactly why we're trying to have conversations like this. So, Thursday when I was high as fuck, mm-hmm. at night when I got better, I watched a movie. Um, Alpha, Alpha, it's called. It's basically Wasn't it came the, out the one that just came out. Yeah, it came out in the movies, but now it's on Apple TV. So I watched okay. it that night, anyways, and it's about this. Uh, Speaking of technology. Ruining the youth. Okay. What? I'm joking. So it's about this this kid who gets separated from his tribe. Uh, they're hunters and gatherers. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, 20, right? 22,000 years ago it was. Okay. And it's based, like, they have, they, they stayed. Spoiler alert. They stayed very true to, like, what they found in history. Okay. So nothing was over the top. Um, so this was 22,000 years ago. And it was a human with his spear hunting with his father, trying to get bulls and, you know, whatever, whole storyline. The point was 
I was high and thinking 22,000 years ago, there was actual people surviving and they've survived. And then I was like, dude, I don't even know how to explain it right now in this podcast, but I was thinking 22,000 years. That's 300 generations. That is a insane amount of time, bro. A thousand years ago is a, a, <laughs> a thousand yeah. years. Like we're only 2000 years away from BC. Right, like the one religion. Twenty two thousand. So when I was thinking about that, then it switched, and I thought, "What are we gonna be twenty two thousand years in the future?" Extinct. But what? But <laughs> but what if we're not? So we are. What are we gonna be we, at that point? So this are we was, gonna be just all fucking robots? This was put very well, um, in a uh, and you set it up perfectly. So this was put together very well in an argument I heard on, on another podcast. And they were saying that we are the reproductive organ for the, uh, for the technological race that is to come, literally. So, like, so do you mean to come by like other planets? No. Or do you no. mean to so come we just are, by, by us? So our bi- biological bodies okay. are are the mothers or the gods to these uh, mechanical technological. Are you speaking specifically like AI? AI, multiply that times the Massachusetts, uh, what's that, University, uh, UMass? Boston. Boston. Yeah. Bro, those machines that run. You see it? Do you see the one that could walk up front and just like jump buildings? It jumped, it it was doing parkour. Yeah. Doing parkour. Did you send that to me? Or did we just both see it? I mean, it was viral on the internet. Okay. But just seeing that and then pairing it with like Intel that can, you know, with all these algorithms that could figure things out and like the ones that could beat you in chess, like now find a way to marry those two together and <laughs> bro, everyone's face What's and fingerprint. The point of us? Everyone's What's the point face of us? and fingerprint is hooked up through our iPhone, so they have all that information. And like that robot just has face detection and then mm-hmm. what, a little gun on its side? Yeah, right? Just a little fucking taser little or the fuck, fuck the gun, like that's crazy, but a taser. Yeah, and just goes out and find. When you were watching that video of that thing jumping and doing parkour, I was thinking, I was getting chased, dude. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking like, how the fuck. fuck am I beating that thing? How am I no getting chance. away? How am I knocking it down? You can't knock that down. That's like trying to knock down a fucking eighteen hundred pound moose. Yeah, this just is not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> and dude, it's that's metal. the future. But that's the future of like now. When I was high and thinking twenty two thousand years. What the fuck you can't, is human? You can't. Dude, 1900. The year 1900. Could you imagine you could send a dick That's pic? only 100. That's only 100 years. It just doesn't. 1900's it. only 100 years. Yeah. 22,000. 22,000 years ago, there was people. I don't think we're going to make it past 2100. Like, it, it's... I don't whoa, know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what do you mean 2100? 2100. Like, the like year 2100? Yeah. Are you crazy? What, what's going to happen? Dude, what happened the past hundred years? Like, wow, hello. But 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 you saying the Earth not has gonna heated ma- Okay, but a hold on. Shit ton of just Do you mean 100. not gonna make it as in like complete extinction? Extin- extin- extinction? Extinction? Or do you mean just like a massive decline in population? Look, I don't want to be a pessimist a huge- here because I'm not that <laughs> confident in it. I'm being a little inflammatory here. Okay, but, I was gonna say, like, but the way things are looking, 2100 is gonna be very interesting. And not just because it would be very interesting to see what's in... No, it's going to be so drastic. You know who says the same thing? Jordan Peterson. He says it all the time. He said he says the population was going to hit 9 billion and then a, ste- a steep decrease. Yes. Remember what we were talking about? Well, we weren't talking about it for this purpose, but we're talking about the Asian community, uh, Japan, where men 20 to 30 years old 
uh, now have their number one cause of uh, death is suicide. Yeah. Because they're being overworked. And a byproduct of that overworking is the lack of sex drive. Yes. And yes, a lack yes. of sex drive has decreased their the newborns by 40%. So the newborn, like, just kind of, like, re, the reproduction of society has decreased by 40% over there. For because the reproductive ages are so much more stressed out because the way that life is right now is not congruent with biology. It doesn't work. So we're fighting our urges. We're fighting temptation. We're fighting our natural flow. We're fighting, literally, we're fighting the light, the sun. We're producing more sun, it, it, and not even the good sun. And we're not sitting outside getting vitamin D from this light. We're just getting, you know, shit poured into our eyes that's making us more insecure and it's keeping us up at night. It's literally just killing us, but it's using us. It's milking us like it's squeezing us like lemons. Technology is just taking us, squeezing us like lemons, going to shake us up and make us. I know, make but it's crazy lemonade, because we bro. like we love it. Exactly. Like I'm ex I'm excited for technology. I love technology. But at the same time, I look at it and I'm like, no, fuck, stop. Like, chill out. You're going way too far. But it's like, what is too far? There's no morals for it's technology. The law of attraction, dude. It's the right? law of attraction. Just like negative ions with positive ions, they connect shit together. Chemical reactions. Why do all the... Why does, like, when, when iron gets hit with water and oxidizes, it becomes iron oxide, it becomes rust. It becomes rust in such high numbers. But it takes a little while. It takes a little while for this to happen and it all happens at once and everything turns orange and then it breaks and it's like we're the same thing it's the energy that is pulling us into these screens pulling us into this automated reality is now causing us to decay as what we were a time back right like these supple homeostatic humans where everything we did throughout nature kind of worked in balance we would die off more often but at least we were fulfilled we had all of our senses taken care of our impulses were desired our fat storing capabilities were were used put to optimized. the test optimized is the word um, so all these things are optimized and now we don't have the ability to optimize them unless we really try and do the research because we know that we're not doing it so you have to be aware of that then have the time and the money and the resources to then follow through with those because it's not easy to be healthy today. You can't go into a place that sells food like a supermarket and be like, oh, there's the obvious choice. It's not. Yeah, we talked about this. You have yeah. to be educated. To exactly. So technology think, making all this I'm, easier is what I'm seeing through this conversation is like the further we veer from what is just natural, naturally occurring, whether it be like in society, in fitness, in nutrition, in technology, like the more you veer from being natural, just the, the more fucked up it's going to get. Yeah. And then we try and like replace it by like all these studies and, oh, you just have to do this. You just have to do this. It's like, no, just step back. Just step yeah. back. Yeah. And but that it's hard to it's hard for me to even say that right here, right now, because I do want the new shit at the same time. Like, I want the new shit, but I want to yeah. step back. So it's just why you want the new Hold on. Because the only reason why you want the new shit is so you can amplify what you're doing now and optimize what you're doing now which is going I to give you guess, means but also I, I really do have a thing for like tech okay i mean it's an appreciation it is but but, but i guess i guess what i'm right saying way. too is like there has to be a medium a medium mm -hmm. like you have to real be conscious of what you're getting yourself into and mm -hmm. what that like the natural way is yeah of course it's like hunting you know it's like you're hunting technology but you're not hunting technology for just 
for the hell of it because you feel like oh, I'm a badass or I'm going to be this better person because I'm doing this. It's like, no, I want the experience that it brings me. And then also it brings me benefit, but I got to do it consciously. And I may, need to make sure that I register with the D, the DEC just make sure that I, you know, use every part of this deer that I shot and like I killed it, but it was like a sacred thing. And I have this experience now and day to day it enhances my life and makes my quality of life better. I right? guess but you I did could, this, you this like that thing. kind of. But like with technology, it's making you better or you're so appreciative of it that you're like, wow, society is, is becoming this. I mean, uh, technology is coming such a long way. Look at the human race. We're so cool. Like, look at what we're doing. This is so Which is fascinating. True. So it's enhancing your life. But at the same life. time, we're fucking ourselves. We are. To an extent, I'm not. Because like, you I'm know why? Because some people don't have that view. And some people, they use technology to just lose themselves in it and engulf themselves with it. And then they're like, I'm still not happy. Yeah. But I have all the, you know, and so they're like, bye, bye, bye. But yeah. it's like, just band aids, band aids, band aids, yeah. band aids. It's like trying, you're trying to save yourself out of a sinking canoe with like a fucking water bottle. It's <laughs> like it's not enough, dude. You just keep putting, you know, keep putting yourself in a shitty situation. Um. Yeah. You know. How did how did I veer off of that guy's DM? Well, it's called a podcast, Holy bro. Shit. Welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. And uh, what time is it? What are we looking at on there, dude? We are at an hour and 15 minutes. That's perfect. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. Yeah, guys, we're going to lay this one to rest. But it has been an awesome journey. Uh, we do want to bring this to a positive light. Let's let's yeah, do that. Exactly. Because this got really negative real quick. But, like, good negative. Uh, eye-opening. Let's put it that way. Negative is a bad word. But um, so I feel like with all that being said, it is now up to you, the end user of the technology, the end user of society. You You are the inputs to this system. Make sure that you are inputting with intention so when you can when you buy technology are you supporting a company that is that has a vision like yours are you subscribing to youtube channels or are you following people that are bringing you value like i saw i saw this post the other day and it was well said it was awesome he goes uh you sh your goal as an influencer should be to have such an impact on the uh, consumers of your content such that when they see your page they leave a better person of course they don't leave feeling down about themselves they don't leave thinking oh, i wish i had that unless i mean everyone could always that you have to be very uh strong to say oh, i don't wish i had that you know if it's something that is actually pretty cool i mean i would say it too but it wouldn't ruin my day you know, make sure that you're not putting information out there where like you're kind of you're you're illustrating the worst version of yourself or you're illustrating a part of you that's trying to be better than other people instead of being the best version of yourself and just showing, hey, look, this is how you become the best version of yourself and making sure that you make that distinction and keeping them pretty modest. I think that would be our responsibility as quote unquote influencers. I don't even know if I like that term. But I mean, it is. You're influencing by some. It just makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a perfect English but it's like word. Iffy. Yeah, I don't like it because it's being proselytized now. You know, it's being a little bit. Oh, because anyone could throw up a public figure on their Instagram. Yeah, like like myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I want to put athlete. Like I'm not. You know, but it, it's hard to be conscious of it all the time because you want to be able to take advantage of it. But by taking advantage of it, you need to be conscious of who you're taking advantage of and what you're doing to the society around you and how you're making your name or how you're making yourself known, you know? And I think it's, it's important to be transparent so that people don't wonder why they're not like you, you know, like show them why you are the way you are. This is why we have this podcast. 
This is why yeah. I do this. This Hands is, down. it's like, you know, my, my Instagram is the cover. It's the cover of my book. And then this is my book. Open you it know, up. Open it up. You hear it. There's long dialogue. You get, you get to know me. I'm not superhuman. I could do fun shit, but I practiced and I worked hard. And every single day I do things towards that goal. So everything I do is natural. It's normal. It feels good to me. It's not like I'm doing it for a show, you know, and if you keep that point, you know, Hopefully I did a good job with it, and I know you do a great job with it. And the information we put out there is so that you could like screenshot what I put on and make your life better. Like you can. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. If you want it to be in that direction. 100%. You know. And it's like that's that's the goal. And hopefully the people that you follow are like that as well, or have some sort of influence on you that's positive. And if you're following people like Kardashians or you know any you know pro at, oh, place your ball sport here player who's flashy and has cars and all this shit like I, hey you know what do at your own risk you know and that's why i don't follow any instagram models like girls i don't follow that shit like to me it's complete horseshit um i don't follow people who are really really successful but what they do doesn't interest me like i don't do that at all because it's just gonna ruin it's gonna ruin your perception of your own life you're just gonna drive back you're gonna scroll past that bentley in front of a pool that's in someone's front yard and be like well why don't I have that? Oh man, there's so much more depth to this to the world than what I'm living in. Holy shit, my life sucks. Yeah, you know. And I, what you need to do is just be conscious and don't let this technology, you know, ball suck you up and roll you down the hill. You know, like an avalanche, because it can and very easily will be the demise of society if not in 2100 so we're gonna wrap it up here uh frank i have a surprise for you yeah cool. if you guys listening and frank head over to youngmindspodcast.com a fucking pop-up comes up and guess what you could stick your email in it and you can become part of the mailing list and we will never send you bullshit what we will do with that is once sponsors come in we will send you all the deals so you guys get all the discounts on the coolest shit that frank and i love to implement in our lives so yeah, we now have a pop up on our website, which is pretty fucking cool. Oh shit! Are you doing it now? Coming in with a surprise. Yeah, I'm just checking it out. Yeah, right check now. it out. I set it Damn, for four seconds. Son. Once you're on the site for four seconds, it pops up. Only for growth-minded individuals. Yes. I'm gonna take the emoji out, but it's cool. You want to take the emoji out? Yep. 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent All right, guys. We uh, we love you, mm. and hopefully, y- you felt that. Yep. Okay. You feel so. That when you're like, <laughs> We will see you next time on Young Minds Podcast. I promise you I will not get high anymore. So yeah. there will be no missed podcasts. Yeah, none of that shit, bro. Don't weather do permitting. Drugs. Don't do drugs. All right, guys. All right, guys. Peace out. I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah!